This is the Connecting to Spirit podcast with your host, Susan Norton. Here, you will discover ways for you of connecting to spirit. These are true stories. Welcome. Aho! One day, when I was living in Amsterdam, Holland, something really strange happened. I was in a small caravan living on an you know, a little island in Camping Zeeburg in Amsterdam. And I was living there with my young son. And one day, I'm sitting by the little window in the caravan, looking out, and it's wintertime in Holland, so it's icy and cold. And I hear ambulance sounds. And I'm looking, well, where is the ambulance? I don't see the ambulance. I'm looking, I can see the road, there is no ambulance. And I have a feeling like, I wonder if my son is okay. And I didn't know what to do, so I just, well, I geez, if he's sick or something, I guess I'll know for next time. And then I hear a knock at the door. My son, my young son, about four years old, is standing at the door, completely frozen and com- wet. He had fallen in a slocha. He had fallen in the canal and was under the ice. Luckily, there were some gypsy children around and they saw him fall in. They saw him fall in and they pulled him out. And he came back to my door and I let him in. And I was so happy that they saved him because he would have surely died. It was really cold. And I thought, Oh my God, the next time I get a message like that, I will pay attention just as I promised. So those siren ambulance sounds were spirit messages. There was no ambulance. It was spirit or my guides trying to get my attention to take action. And I didn't take action at the time. I didn't, I didn't know quite what to do. I didn't realize the message of the sounds. I was pretty much very self-centered at the time and I was, smoking a lot of dope. I was not very present, but that message got through. And I thought, well, the next time I get a message, I'm going to pay attention. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that my son is spared. And these gypsy children were loving and kind and present enough that they pulled him out from under the ice. He goes, mom, I was under the ice and I was looking up and all I saw was the ice above me completely underwater. Thank God he survived that. And sometime later, I was in the caravan again, and my son, he had to walk to the shower area, which was, you know, a different part of the campground, which was sparsely inhabited because only a few people were allowed to live there over the winter time. And I was one of the people that was allowed to live there. I think there was only three or four families And I had given him the shower coins, and he knew the routine, so he would walk to the shower, he'd take his little basket of shower items, and he'd walk to the shower. And I'm in the caravan, the little home on wheels, (laughs) and I had told him, I said, you know, son, if you ever need me, just call me, call me in your mind, and I will come. And he goes, okay, cool. So he's in the shower, this young boy about four, and I get a message. Mom, come. Mom, come. 
Now, this time, because of what happened with the ambulance and falling to the ice event, I said, yes, I'm going to come. So I go to the shower and he is in the shower and he says, mom, thank you. Thank you. You heard me. You got the message. Great. I said, what happened? Why did you call me? What's going on? He goes, mom, I heard noises. Somebody was in here and I was scared. And so I called you just like you said, and you got the message. You got the message. Thank you. And I was so happy that he knew to call me, that he was okay, and that I was able to receive that message from him. And I was happy that I was able to take action because the painful experience of the first time when he could have died and I wouldn't have taken any action, I used that to do better the next time when I got a message. So sometimes what I think is nice about making mistakes is they hurt. It's hard to make mistakes. And I think now if I can make a mistake and learn from it and have an awareness, I can do better the next time if I learn from it. And there's one more story. This is later on in life. And I was back in the United States and we were camping in this beautiful, I think it was Hammond Hill State Forest. And on my way back, I was going to meet my partner at the time. I was rushing back from the woods and I had a tendency then of always running late, being late for things. This was some years ago and I wasn't as organized as I am now. And I was just a little bit of a kind of a goofball. And I'm driving home, meeting my partner. I'm running late and I'm leaving the the woods and I see this big animal on a branch on a tree. And it's black. And I'm like, what is that? And I just said, I'm late. I have to go. I'm already in trouble. And I drove away from the animal on the side of the road that was on this branch. And to this day, I regret that I didn't stop, that I didn't see what animal that was. Why didn't I stop? How sad that I just put my being late or in trouble and in front of looking at an extraordinary animal. This was not an animal I had seen. I didn't know what it was and it was big. And to this day, yes, I regret it. Because when these are extraordinary times and something happens that's out of the ordinary, to take the time to enjoy that moment and look. And I never did know exactly what that was. And some years later, I was driving and a unusual animal was crossing the road and I knew enough to stop. And I pulled over and I looked at it and I didn't know what it was. It was big. It was dark. The back legs were taller than the front ones. It was unusual shape. And oh my God, I got home and I had to look up what was that animal. And you know what it was? It was a fisher. It's called a fisher. And a fisher is an extraordinary animal that can climb trees and it can actually eat porcupines. And it was so unusual because they exist, but they are hard to spot. And I think now that that might have been the animal that I saw years before in the tree, but I don't know. But the message is I knew enough to stop. I knew enough to stop. I knew enough to stop. So my message to you is when something happens, enjoy it. Stop. Because the things that I regret the most are the precious moments 
in life where I didn't stop. I didn't take time to enjoy the moment. I hope you enjoy your life. Stop and enjoy your moments. Blessings. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Aho. This has been a Connecting to Spirit podcast with your host, Susan Norton. Blessings. Blessings.